Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, a new poll by BuzzFeed takes a deep dive into the LGBTQ community's sexual and political behavior. Ricky Martin wishes he could come out again. Outsinger songwriter Starly drops her new track, Love is Love, just in time for Pride. And I share my thoughts on this year's Tony Awards. All that and more on this episode of The Randy Report. Thanks for joining me on this edition of the Randy Report podcast. Before we get to the headlines, I just wanted to share a little bit of news about me. In addition to writing the Randy Report every day at therandyreport.com, I wanted to share that I've joined the writing staff of instinctmagazine.com. I generally write about three to four articles a day for the website, and it's a whole new experience working with others on a website that has a slightly different angle than the Randy Report. As a journalist, it's been great for me to go into writing something with a different, sassier flavor than I might on The Randy Report. There are about six writers on board, and we're constantly chatting throughout the day on a private Facebook chat about breaking news, new stories we should cover, who wants to do it, I'll claim that one. The other writers are really terrific and have fun perspectives to write from. I admittedly leave the RuPaul's Drag Race pieces to the experts, while most of my contributions are in terms of hard news and, of course, LGBTQ entertainment news. And almost at the same time, another big LGBTQ website, Gay Pop Buzz, reached out and asked if I would join their team. (laughs) It's very flattered to be wanted, folks. So I'm writing six to seven pieces a week for Gay Pop Buzz as well. And yes, yet another flavor of writing. Expand your horizons, kids. Never say no. So next time you're out exploring the interwebs, drop by instinctmagazine.com and gaypopbuzz.com and check us out. Now on to the news. Right on the heels of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's gorgeous royal wedding, there's another royal wedding in the plans. This summer, Lord Ivar Mountbatten, a cousin of Queen Elizabeth II, whose husband, Prince Philip's last name is Mountbatten, will marry his partner, James Coyle, at what will become the first same-sex wedding of a member of the British royal family. The news comes almost a month after Meghan wed Prince Harry, becoming the first mixed-race woman to marry into the royal family. Ivar, a great-great-great-grandson of Queen Victoria, came out in 2016, becoming the first member of the family to do so, and revealed he was in a relationship with James. Ivar was previously married to a woman named Penny and shares three daughters with her. He did tell her before their engagement that he was bisexual. Congratulations to the happy couple. More royal weddings. A new BuzzFeed poll shows that LGBTQ voters overwhelmingly identify as Democrats and ideologically center-left with a partisan gap at an astounding 53%. Here's how the numbers break down for LGBTQ voters. 
65% identifies Democrats, 21% identifies independents, and 12% identifies Republicans, giving us a partisan gap of 53%. In terms of political engagement, 88% are registered to vote. And here's a few more statistics from the survey. This one surprised me a little bit. Almost half of the respondents, 46%, identified as bisexual. And the average LGBTQ person came out at the age of 21. When it comes to sex, bisexual folks are, hey, they've got an advantage, leading the pack with 29%, saying they have sex once or twice a week, and 15% reporting more. All right. That compares to 18% of gay people who admit to having sex once a week and 14% several times a week. Lesbians indicated the least sex with 35% abstaining last year, 19% several times a year, 25% once or twice a month, and 4% having sex several times a week. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released their Youth Risk Behavior Survey Data Summary and Trends Report for the years 2007 through 2017. And the report shows that LGB youth are disproportionately at risk for violence, drug, and alcohol use, and poor mental health outcomes. The data reinforces the urgent need for federal and state lawmakers to pass non-discrimination protections into law to help these critical needs of youth. The results are sobering, especially when compared to their heterosexual counterparts. For instance, 27% of LGB youth reported being electronically bullied within the past year, double the rate reported by heterosexual students. 63% of LGB youth reported feeling sad or hopeless in the past year, compared with 27% of heterosexual respondents. And 22% of LGB youth reported experiencing sexual violence, more than double the rate reported by heterosexual youth. This is why we need state and federal lawmakers to get to work. In entertainment news, this year's Tony Awards held in New York City last week was a terrific celebration of all things Broadway with several high points for the LGBTQ community. The acclaimed revival of gay-centric Angels in America, A Gay Fantasia on national themes, starring Andrew Garfield and Nathan Lane, both winners, won the Tony Award for Best Revival of a Play. In accepting his Tony Award, Andrew Garfield dedicated his work and his award to the LGBTQ community. Also, during the telecast, Alex Newell, in spectacular non-traditional casting as Asaka, led the cast of Once on this Island in a performance of We Dance, Mama Will Provide, before winning the statue for Best Revival of a Musical. In what surprised many, the band's visit, something of an underdog against big brand-name musicals Mean Girls, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Frozen, won an amazing 10 trophies, including Best Musical. Mean Girls went home empty-handed, and SpongeBob only snagged a Tony for Best Scenic Design of a Musical. The two productions were the most nominated of the evening. The smash hit play Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, a live follow-up to J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter novels, took home six Tony Awards, including Best Play and Best Direction of a Play.
In a very moving moment, the students from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School performed Seasons of Love from the iconic musical Rent in honor of their drama teacher, Melody Herzfeld, who received this year's Theater Education Award as well as a $10,000 donation to the school's theater program. Oh, and there was that little political bon mot from Robert De Niro. Introducing Bruce Springsteen, who is being honored with a special Tony Award for his show on Broadway, the Oscar winner shared a few choice thoughts with the audience regarding Donald Trump. CBS may have censored the statement, but the packed house at Radio City Music Hall roared to a standing ovation after De Niro succinctly offered, fuck Trump. It's no longer down with Trump. It's just fuck Trump. And when you're Robert De Niro, you can do that. You can find the complete list of those who took home the Tony at therandyreport.com. Stopping by ABC's Popcorn with Peter Travers, pop superstar Ricky Martin chatted about his recent acting turn as Gianni Versace's boyfriend Antonio D'Amico in FX's The Assassination of Gianni Versace American Crime Story series, which could earn the 46-year-old his first Emmy Award nomination. Along the way, the subject turned to Martin's positive outlook on life, and the Shake Your Bonbon singer became effusive about how liberating coming out as gay was for him. In fact, he says he wishes he could come out again. Said Martin, I always say this, I wish I could come out again, because it felt amazing. The freedom, the feeling of liberation was so powerful. That's what I mean by saying I wish I could come out again, because it just felt amazing. And then after that, people coming to me and saying thank you so much for coming out. Because of you, I understand my father better. I understand my sister better. So it's an important thing to do. With LGBT Pride celebrations in full swing, the Latin hunk also beamed his message of self-acceptance to the audience, saying, for those out there who are struggling with their identity, everything is going to be fine. Just be yourself. Love yourself. The 46-year-old father of two also discussed how he'd feel if his kids were to come out, saying, I don't know, my kids are too young, but I wish they were gay. It's a very special thing, the sensitivity, the way I see now, that I don't have to hide in any shape or form. I see colors, and then you see the rainbow. I understand why the symbol is the rainbow. It's just real. Everything is tangible, and it makes me a stronger person. Thanks for the message, Ricky, and happy Pride Month, everybody. Get ready to party with Perez this summer when Perez Hilton, the original celebrity social media influencer, joins the world-famous Chippendales as their special guest host at the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas this summer. Hilton will be Chippendales' first openly gay celebrity host, beginning his six-week run July 26th through September 2nd. No stranger to the stage, Hilton will combine his comedic wit and outrageous sense of humor to guide the audience through a wild evening celebrating the hottest men, music, and moves in Las Vegas. Audience members can rest assured what happens at Chippendales still stays at Chippendales. Perez told the press, I'm a big fan of Chippendales and I'm so excited to be a special guest host unlike any other they've had before. I'm looking forward to taking my role as your gay best friend into the real world and helping the women and men who come to the show have the best time possible. 
It's going to be super fun for them and for me. And that's why I'm ecstatic to do it. I've seen the show multiple times and can't wait to be a part of it from start to finish. Kevin Denberg, managing partner of Chippendale, said in a press release, Perez is a big, bold personality, and we're expecting him to bring just that to the show. There's no holds barred here. Expect Perez to say what's on his mind or what's on yours. As the evening's master of ceremonies, bringing even more fun and humor to the Chippendales party experience. Perez is the latest celebrity to join the exclusive roster of guest hosts at Chippendales. From international supermodel Tyson Beckford, to Beverly Hills 90210 and Sharknado star Ian Ziering, to Dancing with the Stars Mirrorball champion Tony Davaloni, and Niall DeMarco, a double champ for America's Next Top Model and Dancing with the Stars. Every celebrity who's ever donned the brand's iconic cuffs and collar has brought his own unique style and energy to sold-out audiences. Consistently named the best male review in Las Vegas by the prestigious Best of Las Vegas Awards, Chippendales features heart-thumping choreography and lots of opportunities for audience members to get up close and personal with the men of Chippendales. And yes, men are always welcome at Chippendales. But the big question is, will Perez go the full Monty? In music news, Australian artist Starley releases her new deeply personal single, Love is Love. The track is the follow-up to Starley's global smash hit, Call on Me, which went four times platinum in Australia, number one in Sweden, and the top ten in more than 30 countries. Along the way, all that fan love added up to more than one billion streams globally. Using an earthy mix of rhythms and a sound that feels authentic and personal, the singer from Down Under finds the center of her music, and in doing so, connects with her audience. Even the approach to artwork for her music has to have a true connection. In explaining the cover image for Love is Love, she said, The cover for Love is Love is not to be about me. Although this song is my personal journey, it's a song for everybody. So I felt like a heart was the perfect way to go. I feel like there should be a flag that represents love in all forms, interracial, interfaith, gay, straight, bisexual, trans, and so on. Until that exists, I've chosen to use the colors of the bisexual flag because they relate to my personal journey. Love is Love is available on all digital download sites now. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share The Randy Report with your friends. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com and now instinctmagazine.com and gaypopbuzz.com where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. I'm going to close out this episode with Starley's Love is Love. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. You asked me if it's your fault For letting me play with trucks when I was younger And you went on to say How will I break this news to your mother And you say you cry for three days straight, daddy and I don't understand it Cause loving her, it ain't an illness And she makes me happy But we've got to hold one another But we've got to hold on real tight You know we only have each other So 
Supposed to kiss an old hand. Do you remember? 